everybody, and welcome to episode number 41 of LC's Yoga Class Live and Unplugged podcast. Yowza, I have been a busy girl lately um, in the podcast land. <laughs> so I'm going to start off by actually just letting you know uh, about a few things. I have put up a new episode of Yogic Workout, the introduction. So I actually talk about why I named it Yogic and uh, Workout, and I think that you will find it quite uh, interesting and uh, thought-provoking. I hope, I hope, I would love it if you guys could give me some feedback about that and, and check it out. I'll, I'll have a link on the site to that specific post so that you can hear it. And uh, there's an interview in that post, It's I mean, in, my, in that episode, which is about 27 minutes and a few seconds long. The second half of it is an interview that I did with my dear and sweet student, Marsha, Marsha, that I've often talked about in class, and I actually use her as my theme for today's class that I'm posting for episode 41, which is a level one class, and uh, it's going to be, it would be really cool if you guys listen to today's class and then listen to the episode of Yogi Workout so that you can kind of know who I was talking about and you can really hear her voice and, and I think that's such a wonderful blessing. Now the second thing I have to tell you is that I actually went to uh, and and kind of sent some feedback to the typical Mac user podcast because I had a question about my Mac and about all the little hubs on the left side of the of my MacBook and, and what they were for. So it's a very geeky. This is the, my geeky self asking the question. And Victor Cajiao, which is the uh, host of the Typical Mac User Podcast, uh, did a really fantastic job answering my question. It's literally almost a half an hour of just me asking questions, which is kind of funny. But check it out. I'll have a link on that. For my Catholic self, I actually sent some feedback about 12 minutes long, actually, to the Rosary Army podcast because a couple of weekends ago in the in May 19th I attended the Rosary Bowl here in Los Angeles and I did like a little uh, kind of like a um, that's my coffee being um, finished I have a beeper so I get a chance to go have my coffee now but anyway um, I did like a little <laughs> like a reported like a reporter kind of thing where I was in there and I was kind of reporting on what was going on at the Rosary Bowl as it was happening and and you can hear it. And so anyway, if you guys want to listen to that, that would be cool. And then the last thing is that I was at on the Run podcast, which is um, with another of the L.A. podcasters. So you guys can go check his stuff out. Paul is a sweet, sweet guy. And he's got a lot of very interesting things to say about running and life. And uh, also, he does some interviews with other podcasters. So if you want to check that episode out, I actually I'll have a link with that. My God, tell, I'm telling you, I'm all over the place. <laughs> so if you have uh, nothing else to do but listen to podcasts, you've got a lot to do now. Uh, yeah. So, oh, and I have to tell you that there's going to be no Elsie's uh, live yoga class being uh, streamed live next Friday because I'm taking the day off. I just need a day off. And so I took Friday off. Hope you guys don't mind. I need to chill for a second. Just for a second. Um, yeah. <sighs> I hope you enjoy the class. It's a level one class again. So back to back level ones. I hope you don't mind. And I have one last thing to tell you. Uh, I had one of my podcast students. Uh, her name is Ashley. 
she actually came to take two of my classes on her day off this week. Two of my classes, she had a day off. She's a college student, and she works very, very, very hard. And on her day off, she decided to drive up to Los Angeles from Encinitas, which she told me took her... Um, I forgot, Ashley, how long you told me that it took you. Is it an hour and 45 minutes? I think so. But it's kind of far. Let's put it that way. It's, it was like a far a kind of trip to come over here. And she did that. And I uh, was humbled by it. And so I mentioned it after the class because she was in class, uh, the class that I'm posting today. So uh, I hope you guys... Um, Oh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. All I'm saying is that I was deeply humbled by it. So anyway, I should just be quiet now. Thank you, Ashley, for coming again. I hope you enjoy the class. And of course, check out all the pictures because I'll have the pictures up on the website. Okay, bye. Oh, and you can reach me at eyogaclass at gmail.com. You can leave me uh, comments on my site uh, at elsiesyogakula.com. <laughs> today um, I speak about her all the time Marsha my friend Marsha she's like 75 plus years old uh, I started doing yoga with her about gosh five years ago and we stopped then we just started to have tea but that's yoga right so then <laughs> I come over a lot and every Friday I, I come over and hang out with her and we have tea in the morning and uh, I'm not going to be able to see her this Friday just because I have stuff going on at my apartment and I have to be at my apartment. And so right after my 7.30 class this morning, I gave her a call. And I was like, hey, you know, just to come and, and kind of say hi. Just to come and, and say hello to her. And she didn't sound good at all. Like, she didn't sound good at all. And I was like, what's the matter? She's like, I'm a bit teary, darling. She tells me she's so cute. It's because I guess she had found, she, she uh, heard from some of her family in Europe and, and somebody has cancer and, and they're going to, it's not good, you know. And so she was very, very sad. And, and I said, do you want me to come give you a hug? And she goes, okay. <laughs> like immediately, like I heard her voice change. And um, so she's very close. So I went over there, and, and we just sat down, and we kind of chatted a little bit. You know, she told me what was going on with, with her family, and we kind of just chatted about the days and the day before and what she was planning on doing and getting her nails done and the way she feels, and, and she has to lose weight and all this stuff, you know. And, and by the time I left, there was a little bit of a shift. And right when I was coming over here, she had left me a message, and she just said, thank you so much for that hug. It just makes me feel so much better. And, and she goes, I do, you know, I do appreciate you coming over. Thank you very much. You know, and, and it's like, in order to, to help somebody, you don't really have to do much. You know? And it was what? 
I think it was 10 minutes. I was just there for 10 minutes. I, part of our responsibility as yogis is to allow ourselves to stay open, you know, and, and to know that every time that we make a choice in our lives, when you have that little feeling inside, like, I don't know what made me call her this morning. I usually don't call her that early. But just to call and to be available to, to say, hey, to follow your instincts, to, to allow yourself to do something along those lines, not so that you can get a reward. That's the thing. Not that somebody is going to clap and go, my God, she's so sweet. She goes and visits old people. It's not about that. It's about the fact that we need to do it just because. I'm sharing it with you today only because I, I, I was like, wow, I, it's like it's a remembrance. I, I didn't realize that my showing up was going to be that much. We do not see that. So every time we make choices on the mats, when they are life-affirming, whether or not you think you matter to those around you, you do. The way you view the world and the way you reflect out, somebody else can at any moment look at you and go, Thank you. Just a look, a smile, a choice. May we do that together. Take a nice seat, please, and close your eyes. We often see, or, or I have viewed even in my life, the word responsibility something negative, something that I kind of wanted to let go of. You know, my parents with all this responsibility and me having to be responsible and all of a sudden I, you just think that that's some sort of negative thing. Responsibility is really, I feel, desire acted upon. Passion acted upon in a way that aligns with something greater. And yeah, sometimes that's not an easy thing to do. So as we sit together, maybe some of us have um, more knowledge of our physical bodies, of our alignment, of, our, of the postures. And some of us may not. May we choose to let go of any limitations and expectations and merely by the choices that we make on the mat, inspire those around us to step into everything that they are. Simply so that we together can dance. Not to be applauded. Bring your hands to your heart, please. Stretch your whole spine really long and allow your shoulders to move back. And from this place, we will share our voices softly together so that our individual voice isn't above or beyond the larger sound, but lends itself to create one beautiful sound by its unique participation and beautiful essence. Take a deep breath in.
into the worth and goodness inside your heart. Please bow, honoring everything, every gift you've been given. Release your hands, please. Lift your head fully and open your eyes. Come on to all fours, please, onto your mats, onto your hands and your knees. Your foundation, everybody. Uh, the two hands on the floor here. Spread the fingers so that they just reflect to you your commitment. Your commitment to make the best choices you can today. And then keeping that, take your knees slightly behind your sit bones. Tuck your toes under. Keep your arms strong. And then at the same time, though, here, let the center of the heart melt towards the floor a little bit. Good. And with your inhalation, go ahead and stretch your booty up towards the sky for downward-facing dog. So just stretch back and lengthen. What's so amazing about these postures, these asana, the shapes that you make in your body here that we together move into, generally, uh, they, they never have been named nor uh, try to imitate uh, human beings, <laughs> but actually animals and deities. <laughs> so obviously there's something more that you feel that there's an expression of that nature in itself, and that which, which is we don't know, let's say the deities in, in the Hindu tradition and the animals themselves both hold something that is kind of away from us, different than us, but at the same time we can embody it in some way. So here, as you press your thighs back, you start to feel that sense of lengthening, the sense of like sheer abandon that we often see in nature, the extension of beauty. Let go of the back of the neck and the back of the throat a little bit and let your jaw soften a little bit. And how are you two doing today, Steve? Kiss, kiss. One more breath as you reach back. And slowly, please, come all the way down onto your hands and knees. Take your big toes together. Widen your knees apart, please. And shift back into child's pose. And let your sit bones get heavier towards the floor. And let yourself settle. Inhale, come on to all fours again, please. Spread the fingers a lot. Tuck your toes under. Downward facing dog. Good. I think sometimes when we do some of these postures, they, they are a little challenging. They're hard to keep and in many different ways. Maybe our bodies are actually weak or maybe our concentration. Maybe we don't focus too well. But we have a, a time a, here safely to be able to play with that and to fuel yourself. Step your feet, oh, your right foot, please, forward to the top of your mat. Make sure your knee is directly over your ankle, especially if you're working with uh, ankle, knee stuff, or even hip stuff, so that the foot is facing forward and your back heel is lifted. And have your fingertips line up more alongside your ankle. So, 
Sometimes, guys, you might even have to step your left foot slightly farther back so that your stance is wide enough so that your front thigh is bent 90 degrees. That would be uh, more parallel to the earth. With your next inhale, please go ahead and start to stretch your right leg a little bit straighter. Some of you guys might be able to stretch your right leg 100% straight, which means that your leg is not bent. <laughs> but some of you might even just stretch it a little bit. Pin your right hip back a little bit more towards the back wall. And instead of reaching your heel, your left heel back, try coming high up onto your tippy toes on the back foot. And see if you can start to fire up your inner left thigh, up all the way to the to the sky a little bit more. It's as if you're trying to press it up. Good. And as you exhale, bend your knee 90 degrees, please, and step back to downward facing dog. Left foot forward, lunge. Enjoy being in your body, guys. Press the top of the right thigh up towards the sky a little more. And try this. Try even spreading the fourth and the fifth toes in the back foot. That would be your pinky toe and the one next to it. Now, what that does, guys, especially for those of you uh, concentrating on lower leg alignment more, is that it aligns both of the bones at the bottom part of your leg. So it kind of stabilizes the kneecap even a little bit more. Keeping that, then you can start to, as you press more towards the middle, press and draw the left hip back in space towards the back wall. Good. Then extend your heart forward a little more. Good. With your next inhale, go ahead and start to stretch your left leg a little bit more towards straight. Some of you 100%, some of you maybe just a tiny little bit. Good. But do this, use the muscles above the top of the left kneecap a lot, so you try not to just lock that knee. And then exhale, go ahead and bend your knee, 90 degrees, please, and step forward, everybody, to the top of your mat. And once you're forward here, check your feet out. Make sure your toes are facing forward, your second toe in line with the center of your ankle. Your feet are more hip-width apart. Those are all little auspicious ways in which you can choose better in order to align yourself. Back of the head, soft. And do draw more power, guys, from your feet up to your knees, from your knees to your hips. And then as you exhale from the pelvis, push your legs straighter down towards the floor, a little bit at a time. That doesn't mean that you have to use your throat or your chin or your jaw or even your eyes to do. Inhale, stretch your heart and lengthen forward, please. Exhale and fold back in, so keep the power of those legs, unwavering stability. Inhale, reach your chest forward and lengthen. Exhale from the center of the heart, fold. And let's do just one more together like that all. Inhale, stretch and lengthen your chest. And exhale, fully bow. Please root down into the earth to rise up, lift your chest up, open up. And bring your hands straight to your heart center. Crown of the head rises away from the ground. Let's continue. Inhale, open up. Exhale, fold and bow. Touch the earth. Reach your heart straight forward and lengthen. Exhale, fold back in. Squeeze the muscles above the thighs, everybody. Root down to rise up. Lift your chest up. Open up. 
Hands straight to your heart center. And we'll continue like that. Desire in those legs so they become strong. Inhale, open. Exhale, fold and bow. So you literally allow yourself to move from the inside out. Inhale, together, reach your chest forward. Exhale, fold fully to yourself. Press it down to rise it up. Lift your chest up, open up. And hands straight to your heart. Just one more together. Follow your own breath, guys. Lift up. Allow yourselves to tune to each other. Exhale, fold and bow. Reach and lengthen with your inhale. And as you exhale, step your left foot back behind you, everybody. Keep the top of the left thigh up towards the sky. Work your toes a lot, so do spread the front toes even more and the back toes. Now, what we're going to start to learn a little bit is more engagement here. That engagement that's going to give you that solid steadiness necessary. Squeeze your legs towards the center and even lift your fingertips, possibly just a couple of inches away from the ground. Just a couple of inches. Good. And now, possibly from here, I would love it if you could stretch your arms either straight forward towards the stage, towards the stage, so your your torso, guys, is parallel to the ground, or possibly have your arms like airplane wings alongside your breast, uh, torso reaching back behind you. Whatever you choose is fine. Keep the engagement of the back leg. One more breath. And then very sweetly, please place your hands down to the floor and step back, everybody. Plank position, top of a push-up. Make sure that the knuckle of your index finger, guys, is pressing down to the floor. Lift your chin up and head up. Gaze slightly forward in front of you. And as you exhale, slowly come all the way down onto your bellies. You may bring your knees down to the floor if necessary. Good. Lay on your bellies and point your toes. Please click all ten toenails down to the earth. Roll your shoulders back. And kindly, sweetly lift your chest up. Soften the center of the heart forward more. Lift the sides of your neck back. Take the tips of your ears back. And stretch your arms a little bit straighter, everybody. Just a little bit straighter. Nice. And slowly come all the way back down. Tuck your toes under. Press back. Please use your knees if it'll help you. Push all the way back behind you. Let go of the back of the neck, the back of the throat, and stretch. Jaw and face soft. Please step your left foot forward to the top of your mat. Lift your right inner thigh higher up away from the ground. And do squeeze your legs isometrically towards each other so that you become more uh, powerful in the legs. Begin to carefully lift your fingertips away from the floor a little bit, just a little bit, so that your inner power is that which keeps you lifted. You can either now take your arms forward or alongside your torso towards the back wall. Notice what works for you. That's part of the asking of the questions in order for you to serve better. So every choice we make isn't just about us, but it's about something greater. What do you have to offer? One more breath. Exhale, hands down to the floor. Everybody, plank pose. Shoulders directly over those wrists. Claw the finger pads. Look straight forward. And slowly come all the way down. Now, as you come down, claw the finger pads to move all the way to the earth. Fantastic. Point your toes, everybody. Lift your shoulders back. And rise from the back of the heart. Think that your heart is lifting you. Think about the back of the heart rising higher. Sides of the neck back. Tips of your ears back. 
Downward facing dog. Press back stretch, please. Stretch back through your thighs. And do become as spacious as you can. Now, the way that that's reflected to each other is really just about sensitivity. How willing are you to allow yourself to soften your boundaries? Simply just by breathing in a new way. Looking out in a new way. And that doesn't mean to let go of yourself, but it means to embrace it more. Please jump or step forward to the top of your mat. Once you're forward, powerfully stretch your heart and lengthen. And exhale, fully fold. Press it down to rise it up. Circle the arms and stretch. Hands straight to your heart center. Inhale, follow. Follow your breath. Fold. See if you can stay just a little behind every time you inhale and exhale. Reach your chest forward with the breath and exhale. Step back to plank pose, top of a push-up. So even just willing to let something else happen, slowly come down to your belly's chaturanga. Wait and follow the breath. Especially here, when you come into the back bend, wait for the inhale before you move. Curl your shoulders back more. Try to even lift the belly button forward towards the front of the mat more while your tailbone moves back. Downward facing dog. Good. Soft through the jaw, soft through the face. And just allow yourself to find that much more space. Let's all try to do this together. Let's, let's try to do this together. So um, widen your feet slightly wider than hip width apart. Just a little bit wider. And then keeping that, come up onto your tippy toes. Bend your knees a lot. Good. Now, pause right here and keep your knees bent. Spread the fourth and the fifth toes and try to reach your sit bones as high up to the sky as you can. So you're actually reaching your booty as high up as you can without stretching your legs straight. So that's just going to stretch your back even more from here. Keep the sit bones moving back and now begin to see if you can stretch your legs straighter, pressing your thighs back and keeping that space. That's it. Everybody, child's pose. Great job. Big toes together, knees apart, belly right in between your thighs. Your arms can either be 100% straight, trying to reach all the way forward, or you could even make it a little more passive, a little sweeter, by bending your elbows slightly out to the side so that the forearms are heavy, but the arm bones naturally just rise gently up as the heart softens. Let's come on to all fours. This time, make sure that your knees are right below your hips. And do tuck your toes under. Great. So that the uh, shoulders are directly over those wrists, right? And you're going to be clawing your finger pads. That's going to be very, very important. Now, I want you to start to notice, if, if I were to cut you in half, right and left, right where your spine is, become more aware of your right and left sides of your body. I want you to press your hands into the floor 
and try to even squeeze them towards each other. So when you do that, notice how you're hugging energy more towards the midline, more magnetized. Knees into the ground and try to even squeeze your knees towards each other. So that starts to even tone your inner thighs. Now, keep that and lift your right leg up and away from the ground. Reach it back behind you and spread your toes. Good. Everybody, take a moment to look at your belly button. And I want you to draw the belly button into the spine and feel the back of your waist more. Now, go ahead and gaze slightly forward towards the front. But keep that connection. Oh, heart soft. Good. Now, take your left arm forward. Breathing into the back of the waistline. Nice. Spreading those toes. Good job, guys. One more breath. And slowly take your left hand down and your right knee down to the floor. Pause. Let's do the second side. Let's just start with the legs. So your left leg goes back. You can always find more. You don't have to step it beyond. Think about how nice even just one little phone call is or even just a couple of minutes is enough. Sometimes we think we have to work much harder than necessary. Stretch your right arm forward towards the front, but keep the connection to the back of your waist. So especially here, even though you're working so very hard, at the same time you're extending it back out. Good. And slowly bring the hand down, the foot down to the floor. Fantastic. Downward facing dog, please. Press your hands down and try to squeeze your arms towards each other. Same thing with your feet. We did that in the last pose. Lift your right leg up and back. Keep your pelvis squared, everybody, so the outer right hip moves more towards the floor. Flex your back toes, almost the same exact shape as you did that last pose. Now what I'm going to have you guys do is to start to come up onto your left fingertips. Left fingertips, good. Now press the inner corner of your right hand deeper to the floor and the left heel back. Magnetize to your center and possibly some of you could even lift your left hand possibly an inch or two away from the left part of your floor. (laughs) And slowly, (laughs) one more breath. Nice. And slowly bring it down to the floor. Good. Child's pose. Let's take a break before we do the second side. Let yourself chill for a second. Your whole body kind of needs to come back to its place of softness and that's great for me. That asymmetrical kind of strength, that willingness to, no matter what you're presented with, to always cultivate your center, your heart, that's powerful making choice. All right, let's try the second side, please. Let's go ahead and move into down dog. Stretch back the inner feet, the inner thighs. Fantastic. Great. Left leg rises up. So even when the leg comes up, in what way can you now, when you know that you're going to be a little off, because you guys all are, all four limbs are not down, what do you need to do to make a better choice with the limbs that are on the floor? 
Try coming up now onto the opposite fingertips. So that would be your right hand this time. Press the left inner hand down to the floor and even try to lift the inner left armpit up more. Keep that. Now possibly start to reach the right arm up. Hold to the middle. Think more about alignment than about the thing itself. Nice. Place the hand down, the foot down to the floor. Great. Step your right foot forward to the top of your mat, everybody. Great job. Come to the top of your right thigh, all. Top of your right thigh. Your back heel is lifted. Spreading those back toes. And we're all actually going to bow slightly forward towards the front of your thigh so that you're going to come more into the shape of the last time we did this. But what I want you to do that for is so that the back thigh can actually lift a little higher. So as you come here, that back leg tends to drop. I want you to press your hand into your thigh and lift the top of the back thigh up away from the ground as much as you can. Good. Now you're going to keep the lift and you're going to scoop your tailbone down and then you're going to start to lift up. Then you can take your arms straight up towards the sky from here. But just abide. Abide by the process. Take the sides of your neck back and then start to curl the upper back more. Exhale. Hands down to the floor. Downward facing doggy pose. Left foot forward, please, and come to the top of your left thigh. Bow slightly forward, and that bowing forward is that kind of willingness to be humble, to look at yourself first, to be able to see in what way may I align with something greater. So it's that humility that lets the back of your waistline rise up and the back of your thigh that can rise up more. You keep that commitment and then scoop your tailbone down, lift your chest up and take your arms up. So it becomes an expression of something greater. You never know how as you lift up and you shine your own light, how you can just help everybody else be able to keep these crazy poses. <laughs> One more breath as you lift up through your chest. Nice, everybody. Hands down to the floor. Step back plank position. Chin up and head up. Gaze slightly forward and slowly come to your bellies, everybody. You may bring your knees down to the floor at any time to do that. Pointing the toes and lifting up through your chest. Cobra or upward facing dog. Let it be soft. Melt the heart forward a little bit more. Shoulders move back more. Downward facing dog. Press and stretch back. Good. Breathe and stretch. Lengthen and expand. Pressing down into the hands again into your feet. We're going to do another asymmetrical pose. So you take it just as little, slow at a time as you need to. You're going to take your right hand and you're going to either reach to the outside of your left shin or to the outside of your hip if it's a little too far for you to reach towards the ground. Do press both of your thighs back a lot. So you're going to have to be very specific about that left shoulder drawing up. Press your thighs back. Now look underneath your left armpit and see if you can reach all the way over to the prop cabinet, over towards the other side. Good, good, good. And slowly release the hand, place it down to the floor. Good job. Back of the head soft. Back of the neck long. Once again, draw into the middle. Let's do the second side. So your left hand reaches across the body to the outside of your shin. 
Good. Lift your right armpit up away from the ground a little bit. How do you do that? By pressing the hand down and then lifting it up. Press both of your thigh bones back and take your chest straight through to the prop cap, to the Buddha. One more breath. And release the hand, please. Place it down to the floor. Good. Walk forward to the top of your mat. Widen your feet a little bit apart and fold. Keeping the strength of your legs here, fold the heart down. Jaw and face quiet, alive and steadfast. Just breathe. Bring your hands to your hips off. Lift your shoulders back. Root down into the earth and rise up with the back of the heart. Nice. Let's all move to a wall, everybody. Grab your mats, go to a wall. You can use any part of the wall that you see in the room. You guys are doing good. You guys are doing great. Awesome job. Good. Is Terry, you show for me? So we're just going to walk up the wall, but I'm going to show real quick here. So Terry's coming on our hands and your knees, and our hands are spreading wide, shoulders over the wrists. And um, part of going upside down, I've been thinking about this, you know, like we get very fearful, I think. Wouldn't you say? Going upside down? It's a little scary. And um, my teacher says, it's not that fear is bad. You just have to match it. Match it with something else. (laughs) Have fear no longer be your liability, but something that you can move into, you know. It keeps you safe, though. You've got to remember, fear is a good thing. If not, we'd probably not be alive. (laughs) It's part of the ego, and it's a good thing. So she keeps her arms really steady, and that kind of ability to move and to trust is necessary. But as much as she has those hands there, the upper back needs to soften right in between the shoulder blades. Will you show the difference, Tara? So that's like popping out, and that's hardening the heart a little bit, right? And sometimes it's like less sensitivity, more willpower. The arm's strong, and the heart softens. Now, what do you think keeps your arms straight in poses like this, like this one end? handstands and things like that. Anybody? What do you think keep... Pressing your hands. Pressing your hands, yeah. Anybody else? From the thumb side of the hand. And and it's interesting because the first thing we think about is anatomy and and actually what keeps your arms straight is desire. You have to have it mean more than just that. My teacher used to say to me, well, because I'm from El Salvador, do it for El Salvador. (laughs) And then the minute he said that, I was like... You know, so whatever means something to you, what do you love? I guess your hubby. Yeah, I love you. (laughs) 
he's like, oh my God. So then like keeping that kind of sensibility, you know, that kind of love in those arms is going to keep it strong and it's going to keep it unwavering. She keeps that sense and then downward facing dog here. So nothing changes. You remember that desire, that willingness, and then keeping that, she starts to go up. So the love never wavers. That which you bring it to, that makes it more than just that pose. And then keeping the arms steady, see how they did not waver here. Her sit bones can move up towards the sky more and her heart can even soften more towards the wall. Ah, good. She keeps the connection to her arms and then slowly starts to come down. Good. She keeps her head low and slowly moves into child's pose. So the transition is about how do I hold to that so that this doesn't just become about me but something greater. And it makes you sometimes keep your arms straighter for longer than you thought you could. <laughs> okay, come on. Let's all do it together. Let's do it. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? Oh. I know she's going to break through the door. She's like, bye-bye. All right, everybody. Let's go up together. Hands onto the floor. John, you can walk a little bit farther forward. Shoulders directly over those wrists. Press the inner corners of your hands flat. Everybody else that said those anatomical things, I think those are great things to remember. But then more than that, place what you love on those hands. Hold steady with those forearms. And at the same time, let the center of the heart melt towards the floor a little bit more. Keep that downward facing dog. Take your time. Relish in the transitions. And now begin to stretch yourself up. So you're going to walk up the wall here, walking up the wall and using the power of your legs to push them straighter. That's it, Ashley. You can so do it. Keep reaching up through your booty, princess, and then take your chest to the wall like that. Good job. And just breathe. Good job, everybody. One more breath. And slowly come down to the ground. Keep your head low, just like Tara showed. Softly move back into child's pose. Ah. Notice your heartbeat. Notice all the different movement of energy. You can even notice where you happen to have gotten tighter, where you feel a lot more extra sensation. And even what your thoughts are about this pose altogether. And without holding on to any kind of goals or even opinions about the pose, allow yourself to once again try it again with new eyes, with humble eyes. So let's come on to all fours again. So that the actions of your placing your hands down reflect both on you and all and others. Inner corners of your hands into the floor. Soften the heart down to the ground. Downward facing dog, please. Take your time. So use your breath. Unwavering hands as they press down to the floor. Start to walk yourself up the wall. Now the logistics of walking up is that your heart has to be free enough to move towards the wall at the same time. You can walk a little bit higher up the wall. You can take your butt way up towards the sky. You've got to stick your booty up. Walk your legs lower, walk your legs lower, walk your legs lower, like that. Now reach up. That's it. Good. And slowly take your time, everybody. Start to come down to the floor. Good. Nice job, Laura. Softly release. 
Let's all slowly come back and take the mats to the middle of the room, please. Once we come to the top of the mat, we're going to start to move into Garundasana, which is eagle pose. And we're going to first do our legs, and then we're going to do our arms. And I'm going to give you different choices as to what to do with the legs. So you're going to, uh, let's all together, widen your legs a little wider than hip width, only so that you can have a wider uh, foundation. Toes facing forward. And then we're going to bend the knees. Well, part of this pose is that your knees do have to be bent for this pose. You're going to shift your weight over towards your right foot. So the majority of the weight is going to come onto the right. And then you're going to lift the opposite leg and cross it over. But you're going to have to keep it bent. Now, for some of us, so the standing leg has to be bent a lot. Yeah. And then, possibly for some, you can actually hook the foot. But that just comes with, you know, some of us are a little more flexible than others. You don't really have to do that whatsoever. Bring the hands to your heart or to your hips. We're just going to work with the legs first. Miss Beth crossed the knee completely over the other knee. So it's like your proper lady having tea. <laughs> well, not necessarily in this shape, but you know. <laughs> Good one. More breath. Nice. And then slowly come on out, very gently, release the foot and place it down. Good. Great. Second side. So make sure the feet are facing forward. Once again, widen the stance because that just gives you space. And another thing that gives you space is taking the sit bones back. Because if you try to cross it and your, your pubic bone is popping forward, it's just, you're not going to it's not going to happen. So <laughs> bend your legs, take your butt back, and then lean over to your left foot. Keep the standing leg bent. It's necessary. And then you can cross the leg over. If your standing leg is not bent, it's really anatomically impossible, unless you are a contortionist, to wrap the other foot all the way around. So there you go. Good. Perfect. Nice. Beautiful. Take your time from there, slowly release, and place the foot down. Good. All right, so those are the legs. We're going to do the arms next, and then we're going to put it all together. So take your arms out. Let's widen your feet apart, because we're going to move into the pose already from here. Make sure your feet are facing forward. Take your right arm up, left arm underneath, and you're going to hook your arms. Mm-hmm. Good. So notice the relevance between the top part of your body and the bottom, like it's the same exact shape of what you were doing with your legs. So once again, if you can't hold your hands, you can either just cross the elbows and have the hands be wide apart. Some of us have tighter shoulders, totally cool. So that you just move here, and I do want you to lift your elbows to the height of your shoulders, because that's what's going to start to bring them a little bit more open. Do press your thighs back a little bit more. And as the thighs move back, then fill the back of your waist more by drawing the belly into the spine a little more. Oh. And then lifting up. Oh, there we go. Nice. And now, keeping that, can you guys bend your knees a lot? 
Take your sit bones back, shift your weight over toward your right foot, cross your left leg over, and see if you can make the shape of your feet. Now, if it's way too much for your brain to kind of wrap around, literally, here, <laughs> then just do the arms, or maybe let go of the arms and just do your feet. For those of you who are like happy eagles perched, <laughs> you can take it a little bit deeper by bending your knees more and trying to touch your elbows to your knees. Now that only comes when the eagle has really landed on the nest and it's hanging out. So <laughs> if it's still kind of flying around, it won't work. <laughs> and slowly take your time, guys. Start to come out of the pose. Release the foot and place it out. Nice. Oh, do you make your guys claustrophobic just doing that? It's like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> Let's do the other side. Arms out. Left arm above, right arm underneath. And you're just going to hook those puppies, those puppies, those elbows. You can rise the elbows a little bit higher. From the elbows, draw straight back, everybody. Draw the bottom tips in. Good. And what's so interesting is that even here, guys, the back of your waist stays really full. And it's interesting because as the thighs move back, then the back of the waist fills up. And then you can start to rise higher up. Mm. Nice. And then you can plug into the heart more. Draw straight back to my fingertips. Oh, there we go. Now go ahead and bend your knees. Take your booty back a little bit. Shift your weight over to your left foot. Cross your right knee over your left. Take your time, guys. There's no rush. And what's so funny is that the faster we try to do this, the less balance we'll have. That's a ninja secret, just let I tell you. <laughs> Good. And once you have found it, then you can start to bow slightly forward. Well, if you want to play, you don't have to do that. Trying to take your elbows more towards your knees and stretching your arms straighter. Mm -hmm. Carefully from here, start to come up. And you can release that, clasp a little bit at a time, bring it down. Good. Let's take a squat. Take your toes out, your heels in, and go ahead and squat all the way down to the floor. Possibly for some of you, you can do what Laura's doing or Joshua's doing over here on the front row. If your heels have a harder time really rooting down to the floor, you can pad them. And it's kind of like you're wearing uh, a wonderful pair of blanket heels. <laughs> so that it just helps you reach the earth a little bit easier. Try to bring a little bit more weight, everybody, towards the front part of your body, meaning that your chest moves slightly more forward first so that your sit bones can really widen apart towards the back wall. And then once you have that, now scoop your tailbone down and now start to lift your chest up a little more. Take your shoulders back and extend the crown of the head up slightly more. That's it. Let your eyes and your jaw stay soft. That's it, Steve. Good job. Following your breath. Good. Spreading those toes. Nice. And now from there, you guys are going to lift your toes up. You're going to try to squeeze your legs in and then carefully start to stretch your legs 100% straight. Bow forward and now turn your feet in so that they become more parallel. If you're on a lift, Remove the lift from behind you a little bit and fold forward. Good. Let your jaw and your face get quiet and soft. <sighs> Great job, guys.
Let's go ahead and step your left foot back behind you. So you take a nice, beautiful stance way back. Walk your right foot over to the right side of your mat, everybody. And then when you do that, can you turn the right toe slightly out? So that's not 100% facing forward, slightly out. And then come to the inside of your leg uh, toward your forearms, please. Some of you can bring all, all of your forearms down. <laughs> Some of you might find that this is a challenging thing. And you might even use a bolsters or blocks underneath the forearms to help you. Some of you could also choose to bring your back knee down to the ground. That's a really great choice also. And some of you may not even want to bend your elbows all the way down to the floor. That's a perfectly great choice too. You may just, just encourage your, your head, your heart to come closer towards the ground. Mark, sweetheart, take, um, you can take it deeper. Take your left foot farther back, way farther. Yeah, and now lift the back thigh higher up away from the ground. That's it. And now the next step would be, as you squeeze your legs in, to start to drop your knee more towards the floor. Go to the outside of your foot. Flex your toes a lot. Flex your foot a lot. Yeah, that's it. And keep squeezing your legs in. It's really more exciting like that, Mark. <laughs> Great job, guys. Take your time. Slowly come on up. Squeeze it in. Oh. Second side. You guys are very quiet coming out of this pose. I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> left foot forward. Walk the left foot over to the left. Come to the inside of your leg. That's it. Great. Think about the center of the heart, guys, as it melts down to the floor. And the softness that comes to the ground is matched by the strength of your inner right thigh. So as the, as the heart softens, so does the upper inner right thigh rise. Let the back of the head and the back of the throat soften a little bit. Good. And very carefully rise it up, please. And step back to downward facing doggy. Good. Stretch back, lengthen, breathe, open. Use your hands to the earth to give you that sense of courage and stability that we often need. You brighten up from the inside out. Step your right foot forward, pigeon, everybody. So you guys are going to walk your right foot over towards the left side of your mat. Come to the outside of your shin and towards your forearms. Tuck your back toes under, please. And walk your hands back so they line up a little bit more with your hips. Yeah. So you scoot, you're doing great, Steve. How about even here? You can let the right knee come down to the floor a little bit and scoot your left knee a little farther back. That's the hard part. Yeah, then the knee in the back. That's it. Keep squeezing your legs isometrically. Yeah, that's it. Towards the middle and keep lifting up through your chest a little more. That's it. 
outer left hip moves slightly more over towards the right. Good. So let me get this guy here. And then you are going to work on the back leg. And then slowly you guys can start to come down onto your forms. So from there, you feel my foot there? I want you to really power it up. Yeah, keep squeezing. Try to even spread the fourth and the fifth toes in the back from the bottom part of your foot right here. Yeah! So what we're trying to do here is to isolate not the inner thigh, right, and the outer peroneal muscles, these guys. So when you press into me, yeah, that's, there you go. Those are the muscles that are going to track that knee. Yeah? Go. I know he's like, great, thanks. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So that'll keep you busy for a while. You can do that on your own without my resistance there. Yep. By just working that part. Awesome. So you can always look back at your own leg, and the minute that you see that your ankle is beyond the, moving more towards your left, just remember, oh, yeah, perfect. And even just doing little exercises like that will start to build a little more strength in that outer part you were talking about. Okay? Come on up, everybody. Downward facing dog. Left foot forward. Walking that foot over to the right. Come to the outside of your shin and to your forearms. Keep your back toes tucked, guys. And part of it is that we're just articulating the strength of your back foot, especially the sole of the foot and the lower leg. Because that way, when you start to fan the fourth and fifth toes, when you actually can start to lift, yeah, that pinky toe, the one next to it, fires up the outer shin muscles really strongly, and that really protects that knee. Squeeze your legs in, lift your belly up away from your thighs, and even try to curl the upper back a little bit. Uh-huh. Keep that. Now come onto your forearms. Good job with your back leg, Miss Laura. Now you can actually walk your back knee just like a, two inches farther back. That's it. Good, Steve. Now bring your knee down, guy, please. Mm-hmm. Like that. Perfect. Nice job. This foot, you do the same thing. You gotta press the pinky side of the foot, especially this part where my foot is. Yeah, like that. So that the ankle, the outer heel, lifts away from the ground. Ah, that's it. And so that helps you keep it here also, but you gotta work your foot that strongly. Okay, and now even when you do that, take your left hip back in space a little more. Like you're trying to take this part to the back of the two different things at the same time. Check it out like this. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so over here, Miss Rachel, when you scoop your tailbone down here, yeah, that guy. 
Because the more we start to let go here, then later on your psoas is not going to be happy with you. And then yoga is going to not be a positive thing. <laughs> That's it. Step it back, everybody. Downward facing. Stretch back through your thighs. Spread those toes. Lengthen back. And your jaw and your face. Quiet and soft. Mm-hmm. Fantastic job, everybody. Shift your weight forward, lay on your bellies. Point your toes and interlace the hands behind your back. Please click all ten toenails down to the floor and interlace the hands behind you, please. Roll your shoulders back. Good. Now press down through your feet and start to lift your chest up. So I want you to get your feet as heavy as you can down to the floor while at the same time starting to lift the back of your shoulders away from the ground more. Think the back of your waistline is filling up away from the floor more. The back of the head. One more breath. And slowly come all the way down. You can stay on your bellies here for a couple breaths, just allowing yourself to soften and to quiet. Child's pose, please. Shift back and stretch. Get really heavy through your sit bones, so kind of sinking your groins down to the floor. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and um, come on to all fours. And I want you to step your right foot forward to the top of your mats and your back knee to the earth. So if you need to, please feel free to pad your knee in the back. You can use a blanket. You can just um, roll your mat up. You can use a towel that you brought, whatever you need to, just in case it gets kind of uncomfortable in the back leg. Some of us may or may not need it. Now, there are going to be some of you who's thigh bones, meaning the front of your thighs are going to be a little tighter. For those of you who do have and know that you have fairly tight thighs, I would say, I'm just going to use this for you just a second, to maybe even use a block, put your hand up here for me, so that you can use the block on the opposite side, okay? That gives you more of a lift, and that's really great. You can do that, okay? If you need to. You might not need to, and you might realize you do. So now from there, I want you guys to come to the top of your right thigh. Have the block handy for those of you who would like to use it. Keep your back toes tucked and squeeze your legs isometrically towards the middle. Good. Now from here, go ahead. From there, as you squeeze your legs in, please bend your left leg. See if you can reach with your right hand to hold your foot. Your right hand, that would be the opposite hand that's not your left. <laughs> and then <laughs> take your left hand on the ground or on the block. Good. Beautiful. Here, guys, when you hold on to your foot, 
Also try to hold on to the pinky side of your foot on the back leg. That's it. Perfect. Spreading your toes. You're doing great. Uh-huh. And then roll the right shoulder back. Great. And now turn your belly up towards the sky. There you go. And then press the back knee down. Try to drag it towards your butt a little more. Yeah. Slowly turn your belly up a little more. There's some of you who are pretty mighty, and you can bring your left forearm all the way down to the floor. If that's something that's possible for you, try it. If not, you don't have to. Slowly turn up. One more breath. Fantastic. And slowly release, please. Come on up. Good job. Switch sides. Now, the distance, guys, between the hand that's on the ground and the front foot, meaning, let's see, where's the best? I'll just be right at the front because that's probably the best place for me to be. <laughs> if you have your foot here and you decide to put your hand very close to the, to the inside of that foot, your ability to find freedom to reach your back foot is going to be less. Does that make sense? The height and the lateral distance gives you more space to reach back. It's really hard for me to do this. Like, it's hard for me to grab right there. It's, there's, too, it, there's no space. So even just putting my hand back there, immediately I have more ability to turn and hold. So try to set your foundation laterally wider apart between your right hand and your foot, and it'll give you a little more space. So let's all come up first to the top of your thigh. Squeeze your legs in. I'm just making you do this so that you can squeeze to the middle. I know it's more challenging. Keeping that, then see if you can bend the back leg and reach back with your left hand to hold the foot. Good. Now, once you do have a hold of your foot, begin to take your hand down to the floor. Carefully widen it out to the right a little bit more so that laterally you have a little bit more space. Also, you can place your hand on a block. Always remembering that will give you a little more space. Good job, Ashley, with your foot. Good. Now, from there, take your left shoulder back a little bit and then start to turn your belly up towards the sky. Good. Good job with your front foot, Tara. Lift your toes up on the front foot and widen the left knee towards the left, but keep the inner corners of your foot pressing. Lift your toes up. Good. Like that. Good. Left shoulder back, sides of the neck back, tips of the ears back. Some of you guys can bring your right forearm onto the floor. Oh, goodness. And slowly release. Take your time. Come on out. Oh, downward facing dog. <sighs> Good job, guys. Press it back. Stretch. Phew. Ah. Please step all the way forward to the top of your mat. Widen your feet as wide as your mat. And interlace the hands behind your back, everybody. Fold forward and relax down. Do keep the engagement of your legs a lot. Very strong. And your jaw and your face quiet and soft. Good. Fantastic. Release the hands, please. Touch the earth. Bring your hands to your hips. Lift your shoulders back. Root down and rise up. 
Okay, so uh, part of the last part, we're going to do a restorative pose right before we finish. So I'm going to leave it up to you guys. Democracy. Um, <laughs> either doing Viparita Karani, which is legs up on the wall, when you like lay back, supported, or Supta Vada Konasana, which is laying on your back with your feet in a butterfly position with a bolster. All of these are going to be very... Does anybody... Who wants legs up on the wall? Raise your hands. Okay. Who wants Suptabhata Konasana? Oh, Suptabhata won this time. Everybody else in, and they're like, everybody else is like, huh? <laughs> All right, let's get a bolster. Get a bolster and get uh, two blankets. Please. Yes, bolster into blankets, please. <laughs> Come on, man. I am a ninja. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pull on those hard, Steve. They're, for whatever reason, they get stuck up there. Did everybody get a bolster? Yeah, there's, there's enough, right? Did we run out of blankets? Are you serious? No, there's some on top. Of blankets? Well, we don't need... Um, if you know how to use... If you, you know how to use a strap, so you can use a strap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the other ones are... There's some of the uh, blanket use is literally just for extra comfort, not really necessary for some of you guys. You guys are doing good? Okay. All right. Ash, would you mind showing for me? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to totally put you on the spot. Oh, my gosh. This is really easy. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to make you do something crazy. Do you see her excited face? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to put um, this is very comfy kind of pose here. One of them is going to be your pillow. Okay. And the other one's going to wrap around your legs. And it's going to have to be, like, unwound or, or undone about this much. So not like this, okay, but long. And then this is the key. So re this is where it's going to make you crazy sometimes. The long way, you're going to roll it. Not the skinny way, but the long way, you're going to roll it. All right, princess. Lay your booty over here for me. And then put your feet in the little butterfly position, like that. And then she's just going to lay back. Perfect job. So now what I'm going to do with her, and that you guys can start to watch, raise your hands, put them right alongside them, like perfect, just let them on the ground, is that when we start to watch sweetness of heart, you start to notice the bones right at the front, right? And sometimes these guys want to come up. So what I'm going to do for her, and you guys can actually do on your own, is to lay the shoulder blades back so that the upper back stays more full. Why is that? Because when that upper torso stays more open like that, there's an easier, um, how would I say it, flow to the heart, which we all want. So what I'm just going to do is I'm just going to place my hands to the back of her, and she's not going to help me at all. She's just going to rest on me. 
And then I'm just going to curl the upper back. Ah. Now I want you guys to notice the right and the left sides. Isn't that interesting how the left side is so much softer? What do you feel, Miss Ashley? Yeah, and so then like from there is there's a softening even on her whole right side of her face is her sweetness. More of a sweetness. <laughs> so the other side, same thing. She comes up. Oh, and then we move her back. Yeah? Now I'm going to show you what we're going to do with the legs. These guys, the long part, you place right above the top of the ankles, and then you wrap it below the ankles like that. So that's going to keep her legs steady so that she can soften the creases of the hips. Okay? Let's do. If you need help, if you're confused, I'm going to be walking around to help you, so don't worry. I have a whip. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the reason that the bottom uh, blanket has to be long is because if it's folded in a circle or in a little tube and it's lot long, it's not going to wrap around your ankles. And you're going to kind of go, how did she do that? This is also one of those places where it would be really cool if we had individual things for our eyes. <laughs> Little eye pillows. You get a chance to chill out. If you do have one at home and you have a setup like this, it's like going to a spa for a little bit. Or at least I think so. This is one of those wonderful poses that is really good for allowing digestion. There to be an ease, a release of the thigh bones. And it's a sweet heart opener. Even feel the skin of your forehead moving more towards your heart so it becomes softer in its expression. How are you doing there, sweetheart? You doing okay? How about putting your hands like this? Let your head go back. So part of it is even just with your hands like that, it starts to let the connective tissue here start to let go.
for those of you who are very, very comfortable in this pose and would like to just simply release deeper into it, you're more than welcome to stay in it through Shavasana, through your final relaxation pose. If you do choose to move out of the pose, this is the time to go ahead and start to do that and do it as carefully as you can. So first bring your knees together and then roll to your right side so that you stay there for a moment, a transitional moment, to let your body kind of, you know, soften a little bit. So roll off your bolsters completely to the right if you want to move. Just stay on that left side for a little bit for those of you who are moving. And then use your left arm to come up a little bit and move all your stuff out of your mat. So you can just scoot it to the sides, being mindful of the people around you. And then just go ahead and lay back onto the ground. Now when you do that, when you lay back, you can use any or all of those props also to help you. So you can maybe use a blanket behind your head if it feels better for you or just simply laying back and just kind of letting yourself stay soft and settled. Quietly allowing yourself to breathe and be breathed, really.
please begin to deepen your breath. Just allowing yourself to, from the inside out, expand. The way that we choose to invite a deeper breath counts. It matters. May we choose only to expand our insides, kind of like making space, so that the breath has the room to flow freely inside our hearts, our bodies, our souls. Keeping the expansiveness of the inner body very sweetly, begin to bend knees towards your chest, possibly. Even the soles of the feet can stay on the ground. And then gently roll to your right side. Once you are on your right, very gently, use your arms so that you can once again come up to take a comfortable seat. Sit up very tall. When we remember to always step into our hearts first, before the action, whatever choice we make comes from that depth. And it's then that we can really shine to each other goodness, support, and beauty. Bring your hands to your heart, and let's together chant Om sweetly once. Take a deep breath in. Thank you all so very much, and especially thank you, Ashley, for coming and hanging out with me today. It's really a blessing to have you here. Everybody, thank you. Namaste.